be transformed. Turn into a better version of yourself, the highest version of yourself. You could be so much stronger than this. You could be better than you are today. You could be the highest version you've never reached. I want you to look in the mirror and challenge that man in the mirror because you can lie to everybody in the world, but you can't lie to that mirror. You are now tuned in to the Decisive Point Podcast, where influence meets intellect, the keys to unlocking your full potential. Here's your host, Jeffrey Delgado. All right. Good morning, everyone. Thank you again for tuning in. Excited to be with you this morning. Today, I have a very good friend of mine who's also an entrepreneur. He's a real estate agent, also runs a financial services business. He's extremely successful in whatever he does. His name is John O'Sullivan. How you doing, John? Good, 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 Jeff. How are you doing this morning? Good. And how are you feeling today? You pretty excited <laughs> to be here? Heck yeah. Yeah. So John came all the way out from Southern California to be here today. And, you know, one of the things that we do, John, when we come um, on the decisive point is just try to see if we can make an impact on someone's life with maybe something happened in your life. You know, being a business owner for so many years, there's always stories out there that relate to someone and you just never know whose life you could affect. And I'm very fortunate and blessed to say that we are now in over 24 countries. Can you believe that we're in 24 wow. countries? Yeah. Really? Uh, there's even people in Belgium in areas that I don't even know a single person that actually listen to the, to the Sisa Point podcast. I feel very blessed and fortunate <laughs> to say that to you. Wow. And we wow. never know whose live we're affecting. Uh, they could be listening to us just for um, entertainment purposes, or maybe they'll listen to us to get some tips on their life. So being such a successful entrepreneur, I wanted to get you on. Excited to have you and see what you have some fun today. You ready? You yeah, ready I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. And uh, I'm always ready to um, do something that's going to impact somebody. That's right. And mm-hmm. so tell us a little bit about yourself, John. Tell us uh, who you are, where you're from, what you do, and you know what, what, what gets you up every single day. Hey, you know what gets me up? Every, well, I, every day is a gift. Right. Every yeah, day is absolutely. a gift. And that's what gets me up. Um, you know, we've all been through ups and downs in our lives. We've all been, you know, but we got we all have a hundred percent success at making it through. Right. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. So, you know, going way back, I've been uh, I've been licensed with real estate and, and financial insurance for over 25 years. Twenty five years. Twenty five years. Yeah. Real estate and insurance. Twenty five yeah, well, years. 20, I started with real estate and then um, within the first I, God, it was my first second year in real estate. I ended up getting a life insurance license. One of my clients needed it. I was referred to somebody. And I mean, this looked like a great idea to be able to help people get on track financially while they were thinking about buying a house, even if they couldn't do it now. Gotcha. Yeah. And is the, you know, do you love the real estate and insurance industry? Do you enjoy it? I do. I do. And um, I love the, the kind of the lack of a better word, the yin and the yang of it, right? Because uh, yeah. um, the real estate's always up and down. The insurance is pretty sh- uh, straight and steady, consistent. Mm. Um, but it's for me become one conversation with my clients. So it, to it, kind of serve your client in any way they need. Right, right. It's problem solving. Right. And so you got into it like what you're so 25 years ago. So what was that? Uh, you're what, 26? I mean, how old are you now? <laughs> yeah, right about the right about there. Yeah, no, right, yeah, yeah, just uh, just just shy of thirty at the time. But yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So you've been a long time, and yeah. uh, so it got you to be an entrepreneur. How do you like being an entrepreneur? I do. I love having the uh, control over over my time, being able to go out and help people and do different things, get involved in different projects, and I think that's what um, really impacts me the most. A lot of my 
time in real estate. I mean, we've 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 made a lot of sales. We've worked with a lot of investors. We've we, you know went through the the down markets and the up markets and the mm-hmm. and the problem markets, all of that stuff. But uh, what really I found over the years, Jeff, is I I got into a position where I was I started to coach and train agents. And mm-hmm. then I was a director of training at one company. I was actually general sales manager at a, a couple of other companies. Wow. And so I've went, and not just from the sales aspect, from all the way around. And I found that I get more from helping others succeed. Gotcha. And, and that's how I, when I've figured it out, I always, I realized that that's how I always worked with my clients. Just helping them out the best not, you can. Yeah. I, I, I've been in sales for 25 years. But what if I told you I don't believe in selling? <laughs> what do you mean? What I mean is I believe in helping people, solving their problems, helping them to come to a decision that's good for them and their family. But I don't believe in trying to convince them to do something they don't want to do or close or, you know, it's, it's gotcha. more about so what can I do? I've always been more consultative and, and, and used more of an educational approach. So ultimately your goal is to help the consumer yeah. not sell them. Right. No, I've always great. been driven that way more than money driven. Money. Yeah. yeah. So you're more to be a, uh, maybe serve serve them Absolutely. versus sell them. Yeah. That'd be right. Absolutely. Were you always in sales? What, what did you do prior to being in sales? <laughs> um, no, not always yeah, in am sales. Am I going into teenage years at this point? No, or? No, almost, almost, almost. No, you know, actually uh, uh, going through... Uh, Right out of high school, I, I was working in, a, my grandparents had a grocery store, and we, we oh, worked wow. there, and then I kind of worked for a couple of stores. I worked with, at the time, Mrs. Gucci's is now Whole Foods Markets. And really? Did stuff like that. In the meantime, I had also um, <laughs> gone into the Navy, and I had uh, become an aircraft structural mechanic in the Navy. Wow. And so I was, you know, I've always been doing more than one thing, and I think that's where the entrepreneurial kicks in. I see. Right? I've, I've never done just one thing. at, the, at a, you know, It's always been a couple of things going on. So you were in the Navy. How long were you in the Navy? I was in the Navy uh, six years. Six years. Wow, Six thank years. you for your and, service. And it was a, it was kind of a mixed program where I, you know, I started, I did some, I did, I learned my craft, did my training, um, did some reserve time. And then right, right towards the end of my reserve time, I was about to get out and I got called to active duty and I was uh, over in Desert Storm in 91. Wow. Yeah, well, so thank you the, for, uh, again for your service. Yeah. Everything that yeah. you do. Yeah, so I you're a veteran. That. You're a veteran. A veteran, yeah, yeah. And then I think back and I go, wow, that was 30 years ago. Where did that time go? And the ship I was on, the USS Midway Aircraft Carrier, is now a museum in uh, San Diego. A museum, <laughs> Jeff. It's a museum. <laughs> I think I've seen that. That's over by the airport, right? The one by the airport. Yes. I yes, think I, I've never been, but I've I seen it. I've always wanted right. to check that out. Well, next time you're down, we'll go. Midway. Wasn't there a movie called Midway? Uh, yeah, yeah. That was, was it, about the Battle of Midway, that, though. That, it, that was about the oh, Battle okay, that wasn't yeah, the ship no. that you were on. Okay, the ship was it. named after that battle, too. Yeah. Oh, see? So at least yeah. I've seen the movie. Yeah. <laughs> ah, there you go. <laughs> but, uh, so you went from being in the Navy to become an entrepreneur, or did you get a yeah, job? Got into re- I was, I had a job, and then I, um, a, a, a friend, um, and I partnered and got into real estate. I and see. Then, and from there, it kind of developed. And you love working for yourself and having your own time. I don't think I could work for someone else anymore. Yeah. What do you mean? Like you think someone (laughs) telling you what to do would just bother you? Um, I think that some of the office politics and stuff would probably, you know, what about today? People work from home. Yeah. And I think people are, I think, God, you know, that's such a big topic too. Right. I think society's making a shift on that. 
Mm-hmm. I think there's. I'm seeing a lot of people don't want to go back to the office. No, they want to stay they home. Want to stay home. Yeah, I know. And, and they're well. looking for ways to do that, and they're looking for things to do in this new world of how we operate. Absolutely, the yeah. world's changing like every day. Man, yeah. I mean, it's super dynamic. It seems as if like every single day, something new and new changes. The world just kind of like moving a million miles an hour. I mean, just the way I'm seeing like this virtual reality stuff you know like it, you could it does it does and but do amazing stuff i'm gonna flip that coin over for you though oh yeah people don't change that's true and, well, and I, when we you well, don't think kind well, of? well no i think the basics the fundamentals of who we are um of of needing to be grateful, needing to have connection, needing to, and, and a lot of times people don't today don't, they don't realize what they're missing and they just right. know they're missing something and they're out there searching for it. Don't you think that the kids of today are different than the kids of say your generation? Or aren't they definitely different? The way they look at things are different. Because right. their paradigm's different. Yeah, absolutely. No question, right? Absolutely. So they, the, the need for social media, that wasn't around at certain no. times, right? So no. they couldn't, they didn't have to impress people as much. Right. There wasn't so much pressure. So I think there is some element of this new world that changes the way we operate, maybe, which may change people. The, the change, yeah, it changes the way we operate and the way we seek the things we all need. Gotcha. Right. One of the things I learned about sales um, over the years, and I, and I uh, uh, shared quite a bit, is that um, what if there's no such thing as a sales process or a closing process? What is it's simply a decision process, and that all human beings, no matter what culture, what background, or what century you were born in, we make the decision the same way, mm-hmm. and just understanding people, and understanding how what their needs are, and solving their problems. Wow. Right. Good point. And not trying to, but, and so basically getting on their island and helping make their world a little better. Right. And that's how I approach people. That's, and that's why when, when I say people don't change, our basic human needs, our basic desires, our basic drives, our basic, gotcha. how we go about that today, way different. Yes. You know, you, you, you talk about it, you bring up a great point is that, you know, you're saying that, the world may be moving fast, but the certain fundamentals that stay the same. Absolutely. And the, the core human needs are still the same. The need to be loved, need to be connected, need but, to contribute. The, the same mm-hmm. uh, human needs are the same needs no matter what era you are in. Is that right. what you're saying? The same needs. What would you recommend today, you know, looking, listening in as if you're a new listener? And the goal is always to see maybe something in your life that may impact somebody else. Is there anything that may have happened in your life, maybe a fork in the road or a decision that you had to make, or this one moment may have made an impact on everything in your life that could help somebody else out there that may be going through something similar. Is there anything that you, that off the top of your <laughs> head that may help someone and, and maybe in a time, maybe when you're running in your business, I would assume being in business isn't always easy. It has its ups and its downs. I mean, as an entrepreneur myself, I know depending on, seasons depending on years that you're in i mean i remember the mortgage crisis knocked me out of the game i remember my Mm -hmm. mortgage business just fell Mm -hmm. apart Mm -hmm. because of one thing that happened in 2007 and 8 it was just a killer of my business and i had to adjust to losing everything and go coming back from that Mm -hmm. is there anything that maybe you had to go through that could help someone that's listening out there uh 
That's a loaded question. <laughs> I've been through, I think if I've, uh, uh, the few people who have shared everything that I've gone through with over, they go, wow, really? And mm. um, because I've touched on a lot of different areas over the years, from personal life to, to death to all different kinds of things. And, you know, not saying that I've gone through, more, you know, things more than anyone else. I'm sure. just saying it's just, you know, and they go, wow. But what's been different for me is that it's made me who I am. It's made me be able to connect with people who are going through whatever they're going through. I see. And because I've come, cl- if, if not gone through it directly, come close enough to it. Um, you mentioned, the, um, you know, the mortgage business and, and that stuff. So, so understand in 2006, 7, 8, in those years, my wife and I were 100% real estate. She was 100% in the mortgage business. I was 100%. We we're both on commission. <laughs> and we bought our house. Okay, we're both making good money, bought the house, and every, and our income went to zero. Pretty darn quit, like you just said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty overnight. Darn, overnight, overnight, it went yeah. to zero, and we had a brand new mortgage. And um, we're still there. Still we're still there. there. Yeah, it's great. We, but it was a struggle. It was a battle. It was a fight, a, a mental fight as much as a physical going out and trying to figure out how to make things work. Um So uh, one of the things that I think drives my entrepreneurialism now is not wanting to ever rely on one source of income. Mm. So you would recommend anyone out there to have multiple streams? Multiple streams of income. That's great. So like different industries, different types of platforms, is that what you're saying? Mm Mm-hmm. So like someone should get into real estate, get into even mortgage, maybe get into financial services, insurance, and whatever, add to their well, legacy, whatever. buy a restaurant, invest money in different types of uh, Right, and those things aren't for everybody, but, it, but it's a matter of looking at what's going on today, looking at how things have shifted, looking at where things are going. You know, those were industries that were riding a wave at that time. <laughs> Right, real estate at that time, riding that wave, right, and then and, and mortgages and and everything else. So, um, we got to look at what's out there today, and where's this upset in our world leading us? Because right. it's also a cleansing. It's also a, a major shift. Yeah, it seems like it's. You know, I just remember when every, every time you're talking about that era, it just gives me this pain in my heart of what happened in the mortgage crisis. Like I, it just seems to really bother me because of how much it put me in a, in a tough spot. Mm-hmm. I, I think you could understand sure. what that felt like. And when I hear oh, you yeah. talking about, it, I could totally feel it. You know, like I remember those days, like it was yesterday, you know, one minute you're on top of the world. Next minute you're on the bottom of the world. <laughs> you just feel like what, what happened? Yeah. And you look at now, I think uh, we went through a similar situation. I think you'd agree with the pandemic. Uh, with COVID and, you know, kind of how the world had to handle that. Yeah. And now we're kind of slowly coming out of it. It's kind of an interesting time. I think mm-hmm. we're, we're still battling between, you know, states that are, you know, really acting as if it's not there. And in some states who are really strict, like California, where we're in now, very strict here still. We still mm-hmm. have to, you know, follow certain rules and guidelines. But has that also been an impact on your business? Has COVID, you know, had an impact? Is, is it not as bad as what happened in the mortgage crisis? Uh, no, as a matter of fact, because, um, of the types of the business we're in with with being real estate and, or, and at first real estate, nobody knew what to do, right? When Mm -hmm. everything shut down in 2020, we're, and you know, nobody, it was just kind of, everything went on pause, 
but it's been really crazy since then. Um, the insurance world, you know, all of a sudden, you know, people start getting concerned about and thinking about things like, you know, death and yes. things like that. So it, it became That's a, a point, it became actually. a um, conversation that people were a little more willing or open to. Um, and then I think it made everybody take stock of where they're at in their life and where they're going and where they want to be. And am I, am I where am I want, you know, where I should be by now. All right. And yeah. I think that the pandemic brought families together, especially with, uh, the stay at home order, mm-hmm. you know, people had to stay home and, mm-hmm. you know, that was an awkward year when you think of it. Like, did that, was yeah. that awkward for you to be home all the time? Um, not that much because I was already working from home. I, see. I mean, I have I have my own office. You know, we go out into the office, but I have my home office. So it was kind of shifting back and forth. And because my the office that I work out of is my own private office, I could you do it kinda, anywhere. I, There's yeah, no one there. I could go anyway. back and forth. Right, right. Yeah, it wasn't like you anyway, had to worry yeah. about uh, social distancing. So, it's yeah, your own office. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. And what else do you do outside of working and uh, you know making an impact in people in that side of your life? Is there anything else that you enjoy doing? Uh, you know, I've. Uh, I mentioned earlier as a, as a veteran, as a Desert Storm veteran, and I, I got out in 91, and I, it was 30 years ago, and I, um, you know, put it behind me for 25 years. Mm-hmm. didn't really get involved with anything. About five years ago, a little less than that now, four, um, I got involved with the Veterans of Foreign Wars. Um, and what is that? What local, is that? It's, a, it's one of the largest uh, veterans organizations out there. There's the American Legion, Veterans of Foreign Wars. Um, difference being the American Legions are uh, all veterans are, are, you know, can can become a member. With the Veterans of Foreign Wars, you had to have served on foreign soil during a declared combat. Wow. Okay. Um, which Desert Storm qualified me for that. So anybody that's in Desert Storm could, could join Yeah, this. Desert Storm, Vietnam, Korea, um, you know, and now this, the re- most recent era, Afghanistan uh, veterans, things like that. So I've found uh, a sense of brotherhood again. So what is it, like there, a club or it's something? A, it's, it's, like a, a club? it's a non-profit. It's uh-huh. a veteran, and, and um, the slogan is no one does for, more for veterans, and the VFW, where the the reason a lot of the, the GI Bill exists, the veterans of foreign war have been around over um, over 100 years. Wow. Okay, pre-World War One, um, So there is no bigger lobby um, in our uh, federal government and in, in front of Congress for veterans advocacy and veterans benefits and the VA system and getting things improved for veterans. And, you know, whether it's um, homelessness or whether it's their benefits or whether it's helping them, you know, guide them through their process or when they get out of the service, how do they get in integrated back into civilian life the real world and raise a family you know and and because veterans have gone especially veterans of combat have gone through things that the rest of us haven't seen absolutely right and i'm not saying i was on the aircraft carrier we were in desert storm but i was not on the battlefield per se you know but you were there i was there you were there i was there how was that how was that experience it was it was it was kind of crazy time because my daughter at the time was about 16 17 months old uh-huh. you know we got reactivated and sent over there to the other side of the planet and where everybody at the time was talking about chemical warfare and we you know we were sitting about that. 20 miles off the coast of Kuwait and I remember holding my daughter before we left and um, you know just saying goodbye to our, our friends and stuff but I just I just left the little goodbye party took my daughter held her to my shoulder and just sang songs to her and walked around the block because I didn't know, we didn't know what we're going to. I didn't know if we're coming back. I didn't, you know, you just, sure. you get, it, may, it shifts your thinking 
of what you know we're doing here the meaning of life yeah yeah and right. and i put it all behind and then but now uh you know bringing it back to what we're talking about with the veterans what else do i do i've i've um become really involved over the last four years with the veterans of foreign wars i'm actually a senior vice commander at our local post um and veterans from all walks of life all battling their different things and you know people and and uh, being able to connect make a difference in their lives bring some um i don't know sometimes just be in there right. is it makes a difference but all the skills over the last 20 years, all the things I've been through, whether it be, you know, my father passing at a very, when I was a very young, when I was 16, or going through different challenges in mm-hmm. life um, along the way, um, I found when I said earlier that people are all the same. You know, we're going through different things, mm-hmm. but we can connect with each other, we can help each other through stuff. You know, and I think that's where we can make the difference. It doesn't matter where you, where, what, what you're battling through. That's great, John. Because I, I think that we all carry pain. Definitely. And just being there to help somebody carry it is sometimes enough. Sometimes nothing needs to be said. Yeah, I... I see. I, I think, and I think we're, um, this, what I've noticed this year, Jeff, is the, the last two years with the pandemic is, um, and, and it's brought a lot of people's stuff to the surface that they didn't realize they were still carrying. Right. And, and so compassion. So just reaching out, hey, how are you? No, how are you really? Mm-hmm. Just touching people's lives. And I think the hidden blessing in this all of all of it is I think there's all there's there's people that are really struggling, but the hidden blessing is I think there's a lot of resurgence of people looking for hope, people looking for opportunity, people looking to connect and get back to family, get back to community, get back to some sense of what am I doing here? Right. Finding your your yeah. purpose in a yeah. sense. Yeah. That's, you know, that's great, John, you know. Um, You're taking me deep, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in, in closing, I'd, I'd like to ask, and again, I appreciate you uh, taking your time and being here this morning and, you know, coming out from Southern California. Is there any advice you'd give someone out there, you know, maybe like your closing, maybe a quote that may have affected your life or maybe a phrase that you live by or something that kind of sticks with you that hopefully will or maybe will help someone else out there before we close? Anything that that triggers that for you? You know, I'd let my, my tagline on my, all my text messages, and I actually started a Facebook group called uh, Every Day is a Gift. Mm-hmm. And I, I, um, five years ago, literally this month, five years ago, I was uh, suddenly blind, and within three days, blind in my left eye. Three and years ago? Five years. Five years ago. Yeah, I just well, looked it up. Um, I got a staph infection in my left eye. Wow. And within three days, that infection blinded me in that eye. And I, they did emergency surgery. You know, I had, had a couple of surgeries later. And it's my vision's 90% restored in that eye now. Wow. But it took a process of years. It was a few years before they could even prescribe glasses on it. Um, 
So, so it's 90% now. It's 90% recovered from what it was. It'll never be 100% what it was. But um, that staph infection was pretty intense. And and did, the eye. What, they were just you, trying to save my eye at first. Wow, really? You, yeah. you would have been either not had an eye or... Well, I would have, would, I would have just been completely blind in that eye. And, and when you're making your living, negotiating contracts, reading contracts, writing contracts using the computer, driving, <laughs> you know, things like that. Yeah. That really makes you shift. And and I, um, so yeah, every day is a gift. Every time I open my eyes. That's a gift. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so sometimes people can be, and as a result of all of this stuff, sometimes people can look 100% normal. They can look 100%, or even our image of normal, 100% fit, 100% whatever, but we don't know what their struggle is. Absolutely. And I found that each and every one of us, Jeff, is broken in our own very special way, and we just need to lead with kindness, lead with love. Every day is a gift. And it's a gift, really, to be here with you today. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. It's a gift to be here with you. And, yeah. you know, he's he's definitely accurate because every time I get a text from John, it always says uh, every day is a gift. <laughs> Actually, every time I hear that phrase, I think about you and, and your texting. So I know you constantly remind us through text that every day is a gift. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. So, you know, maybe there's one way um, if you wanted people to get a hold of you. Is there like an email? People could email you if they wanted to email you with questions or to say Thank you. Is there an email you want to give out? A way to contact you? Um, yeah, I think the the best email you could uh, use for me for that purpose would be um, uh, Leaders Edge Group. Uh huh. Leaders with an S Edge Group. Leaders Edge Group at gmail dot com. Gmail dot com. Well, John, thank you so much. Um, I think it's a uh, a gift number one to have you here, and and also thank you again for your service that you gave to our country and and what you're still doing today and making yeah. an impact at the VF, VFW. Yeah, VFW. And what We're you're still for, serving. But you're still serving, and so thank you for that. And again, thank you for your time. I know this will definitely make a difference for someone someone's life out there. And I think the one thing of every day is a gift. If you could make that a tagline for people, and I think if anyone could grab that from John, that every day is a gift, and don't take any day for granted. Because you're not promised tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Don't give up. Don't give up. Hey, thank you, John, for being here, my friend. And uh, look forward to seeing you again, maybe in about a year. Let's do it again. Let's do do it. about that again? Absolutely. Hey, everyone, thank you for being on. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, show your support by subscribing or leaving a rating and a review. Until next time, this is the Decisive Point Podcast with your host, Jeffrey Delgado.